nothing. We'll just get started here. All right. Thank you for joining on our podcast here. And uh, we are going to begin our program with a beanbag banter. And if you want to see the video, you can go ahead and go to our website. That's uh, aaaphysicaltherapy.com. And uh, if you want to view the video, uh, you may go to our YouTube site and again, just search AAA Physical Therapy. Thanks for joining us here. I think we'll be good there. I can't log in on that. So much for that. So. to go so oh, no we're not live in Instagram yet oh let's do live start live video oh these cameras live yes this one's live Periscope thank you for your patience and the Periscope uh, for the anchor podcast and everything else uh, podcast wise thank you for joining us on our beanbag banter so thank you for viewing our program here and uh, we, uh, our topic for today is going to be about Medicare Part B home visits. And this is particularly targeted to assisted living facilities, uh, residents, and their loved ones. And for today, we are very, very much thankful to have Marwin Pasqua. He's going to be soon a doctor, doctor of physical therapy. And we're so happy and proud to go ahead and have this uh guy this dude to go ahead and join our team we're so excited to go ahead and have him and he will be the one for the most part doing these home visits for medicare part b for assisted living facilities welcome thank you for having me here that's quite an introduction all right of uh, course i'm going to get my dollar later on for that <laughs> intro but no he, he definitely deserves all of that so we're, we're again we're super lucky to have him as part of our team so let's get to it first uh, let, let's go and clarify first. Uh, who who need f for the residents who are in assisted living facility? Let's go ahead and clarify first in terms of Medicare Part A and Part B. So Part A, you are homebound. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, and for Medicare Part B, you are no longer homebound, and you should be able to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, and given that. What is so special with AAA physical therapy in terms of using Medicare Part B for these assisted living facilities? What is it that you would be able to do for them? Well, uh, I think we should start off with um, what we can do for the, the patients. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, it's a misconception that uh, therapy is just for the sick and for the severely debilitated. Mm -hmm. Because the overall uh, goal of uh, therapy is the uh, the wellness of um, of all the patients or of all the individuals. Okay. But um, so do you want to start with talking talking about the uh, the Medicare? The Medicare section of it. The Medicare section. Of yeah. It? So uh, before we go bounce off of that, definitely that's where physical therapy will go ahead and come in. You don't have to be extremely in pain or to the point that you cannot move none whatsoever. 
to go ahead and reach out to for physical therapy services. So definitely. Right. So thank you for 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 going back to that core of why we are here. Now, just going now, moving forward to Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. So we talked about being homebound versus going to outpatient. But for us, for AAA physical therapy, you going to them for home visits mm -hmm. for Medicare Part B, that's the service that we are able to provide. Right, right, right. So for uh, for those individuals who are not able to come in here in the uh, physical therapy office, uh, we can provide the services through Medicare B by going to these uh, the uh, the ALFs okay. that we are associated with. Yes, and with that, because for the most part, these residents are fully aware that the physical therapists come in, and that's where Medicare Part A uh, uh, is is being used. But what they don't know is that we can also provide services after they are done with Medicare Part A to continue the physical therapy services using Medicare Part B. And that's where Dr. Marwin to be, all right, I'm already uh, projecting into the world that that's going to happen in the next two months here, next three months, is that uh, he's going to come to your home as well, to your ALF as well, to continue and provide uh, Part B services. So, so what is homebound and what's outpatient and why would it be great for you to go ahead and visit them for Part B services? Uh, well, um, I just want to say that it's also a misconception that after your Medicare A uh, runs out that you're not uh, eligible to receive um, continued physical therapy services. Um, uh, Medicare B will, uh, you know, will allow us to uh, do those visits too. Um, I'm sorry, what was your question again? <laughs> yeah, so, so in terms of why, why would it be beneficial for them to continue with Medicare Part B? Right, right. Um, so after they're done with the Part A? Right. Uh, well, there are still a few things that, uh, well, there are many, many, many ways that we can intervene with, uh, with the patients who are already in the ALFs that mm -hmm. are um, already done with their Medicare A. Uh, for, uh, for example, uh, I would say the most common would be uh, patients who are a fall risk. Okay. All right. Should we go into that? Sure. Yes. All right. <clears throat> uh, I mean we did a video with Olive, all right? Uh, hopefully, you guys have already seen that regarding fall risk. Go ahead. Right, right, yeah. Well, uh, um, uh, the physical therapist can, uh, can intervene, or yeah, before the intervention, we can, we can also do the screens uh, to uh, determine um, which patients were uh, fall risk. Okay. All right? And our intervention for them would include um, balance training, mm -hmm. strengthening, uh, modification of the environment, and also uh, educating the staffs and the um, the family because we can also utilize them in uh, training these patients mm -hmm. and also um, educating them with the uh, appropriate level of assistance that they need to give to the patient because you don't want to over assist these patients. You yes. also have to give room for growth or room for, for uh, improvement. Okay, mm -hmm. and, and that's where you go ahead and continue to start goals. So the goals right. that you have for Medicare Part A is different from the it's, goals. It's very different. From mm -hmm. Medicare Part B. Mm -hmm. And uh, and what are the, what are, can you provide at least one specific example? So, so we already identified in terms of fall prevention, all right? Mm -hmm. But can you identify one goal for Medicare Part A versus Medicare Part B? Would you be able to uh, uh, provide one specific example for that? Well, it will be, be less specific, okay. but um, 
Less, or to would, differentiate yeah. one from the other yeah. a little bit more. Because again, what's homebound, what's not homebound? Well, homebound means that a patient's not able to um, get out of where he is and um, get to the uh, the uh, physical therapy clinic to get the services. To get the services, mm -hmm. okay. And, and that's the reason why we're doing this for assisted living facilities because we know they're already challenged to be able to go out. Right, right. But we don't want their abilities and skills and movement and strength to diminish. And again, that's where you'll go ahead and come in. That is true. Okay. All right, great. So now you talked about the uh, fall prevention because to those viewers right out there or to those listening to the podcast, just think about this. If you fall, what are, what's, what are the, some of the things that could happen if somebody falls? Well, a broken hip, that's very common for uh, an elderly who is uh, very fragile mm -hmm. and uh, who's going to sustain a fall. Okay. That can be very costly. You know, a uh, broken hip. Any, anything with the word broken, it's not good. Mm -hmm. And if that's something that we can help prevent, why not? Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. All right. So definitely that's one of the major things. Uh, mm, okay. So the other challenge that we are hearing with assisted living facilities is because with Medicare Part B, there would be secondary insurance that should cover the remainder of what Medicare P Part B does not cover. And if they don't have Medicare, uh, if they don't have that secondary insurance, they will pay out of pocket. And this is where we want to clarify things a little bit further. Normally, let's say it's going to be $20 per visit, let's say for about 10 to 12 visits, uh -huh. to go ahead and make sure that you have a yeah. balance that mm -hmm. is established and, and, that the, and then in terms of risk of falling, it's going to be diminished, mm -hmm. yes? And so if you overall, you go ahead and pay out $200, and you mentioned earlier hips, hip, a broken hip is a common problem, or a common occurrence because somebody falls. How how much is a? <laughs> I to be honest, I have no idea, but I, I just know that's very expensive. It's very expensive. You know, uh, yes. If you're just gonna pay out of pocket, that would still be justifiable if that's gonna help prevent a broken hip. A broken hip. Yes. So so and think about this. Anything broken with your bones, it's not going to be fun. Mm -hmm. The logistics of taking care of going to the doctor and so on and so forth. And guess what? After you do surgery, you'll be back to physical therapy anyway. That is true. And that is why prevention is the key. And again, if you watch the uh, podcast, The Beanbag Banter, with all of the other uh, awesome physical therapists that we have here, that's what we talked about, that an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. That's very true. And here we are mm -hmm. to these assisted living facilities. And here's the, the other advantage for ALFs is that obviously they don't want to have records of of people always going to the hospital, right? That is true. That is and that true. is why we all need to work with together with the administrators to the staff members, and that's what you said. You'll work with the staff members to, to provide training, all right, to go ahead and make sure that the, the lesser the accident, the better, okay? And of course, for you and your loved ones, you don't want to be overburdened of going through a whole bunch of other medical doctor visits, going through surgery, and going through physical therapy again. And also, what other people don't understand is, um, so, so some 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 people don't treat uh, a broken hip very seriously. Mm -hmm. But there are studies that that say that it's um, for the elderly. It's very um, it's it um, you know the mortality rate. The mortality. I don't, I don't okay. wanna, 
Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, we don't want to be morbid here or whatever, well, but provide, unfortunately, that's going to be part of it. Right, yeah. I can provide the literature, literature about it at the end of this video. Okay, sounds good. All right, great. And uh, all right. Now, I always hear this uh, this uh, this acronym, ADL. What is ADL? Uh, yeah, ADLs. What is yes. ADLs would be activities of daily living. They're, okay. Mm -hmm, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's simply, um, for example, uh, bathing, eating or transferring from one surface to the other or locomotion or walking. Okay. Uh, yeah, ADLs, it's, it's a very vague term, but it's uh, simply, you know, the, the daily activities that you do. The, the, mm -hmm. That we do. Yep. And that's where you come in and we'll be able to help them out? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because, um, um, all right, for this, for uh, ALFs, for the ALF setting, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's also one, one, uh, one way we can intervene. Uh, because we must understand that these patients, before they were put here in the ALF, they used to be independent in their uh, functioning. Yes. You know? And um, some, some, some patients find it hard to transitioning from that independent um, living conditions to an ALF setting yes. or assisted living conditions, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And, uh, you know, a physical therapist can help um, with that transition. For example, um, Incorporating things that a patient used to enjoy to do, like uh, for example, if a, if a patient used to uh, play or enjoy tennis mm -hmm. when during his or her younger days, mm -hmm. uh, the patient might also enjoy uh, doing uh, balloon tennis. You now, by doing that, you're you're modifying the activity into something that the patient would enjoy. Therefore, you're uh, preventing the decline in function. Mm -hmm. And that's you know that that uh, improves the uh, quality of life, and that's mm -hmm. that's a key phrase there. Mm -hmm. Improves or maintain the quality of life that we want to go ahead and establish. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes, that is in, indeed an, an important key, and and that's why it is it is really beneficial that that Medicare Part B is used to your advantage. It's there. That's something that you guys work for, and. And sure, uh, a 20% coinsurance could be a burden for you, but if you look at all of the other advantages of continuously working with a medical health professional, why not to go ahead and do that? So again, hopefully that's something that you guys can go ahead and consider in terms of your stay at an ALF and have Dr. Marwin to be to be able to go ahead and help you with your program, with the quality of life, with your range of motion, with your strength, with your balance, and so on and so forth. So if you have further questions, go ahead and uh, check our website. That's aaaphysicaltherapy.com or call us here at 443-979-7171 and, and work with uh, Dr. Marwin to be here and then find out how we can definitely help you and continue. And we know you're in an ALF, but it does not necessarily mean you're going to decline in terms of your health and wellness here. Yeah, there, right? yeah, there are, uh, uh, another example would be the uh, um, Alzheimer's and dementia, for example. Okay. Those are progressive diseases. Okay, yeah, right? with progressive diseases, yes. Right? Uh, we can also intervene with that, um, not not to be too focused on the disease, but the overall wellness of the patient. Mm -hmm. mm, you know, uh, there's nothing's gonna stop this, the progression of these diseases, mm -hmm. but we can minimize its effects. 
Right. For example, um, uh, we can we can work with the behavior modifications. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of techniques for that, mm -hmm. and we can also uh, uh, like work on what's left of uh, the patient's motor function, or to put it in better terms, uh, maximize their current physical capabilities. And don't just decline exactly. free fall. Exactly, and that will at least upturned the uh, progression of these uh, progressive diseases. Progressive diseases. Mm -hmm. Because it's progressing in that direction, mm -hmm. stop the progression of that disease. And that's where Medicare Part B will go ahead and come in and help out with such things. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up because see, indeed there are ALFs out there that is your, uh, that is your, your expertise that to work with such situations. So. Um, yeah, all right, great. Thank you for bringing that up. So again, if you guys have questions out there to the listeners and to the viewers, just go ahead and contact us and go ahead and find ways to go ahead and reach out to us and, 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 and find ways on how just maintain and, and, and avoid any other unnecessary regression. And actually pain too. So I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's pain, great. Pain yeah. too, you know. Um, oh yeah, definitely right. pain. Yes, of course. Because, How um, can we ignore that? Yeah. How can we forget about that? Uh, you know, uh, depression, depression, and and these uh, kind of setting is very uh, common, mm -hmm. right? And there's a high correlation between depression and pain. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there uh, if a patient is, or if a person is depressed, it, um, that that individual's. The individual is uh, more susceptible to experiencing pain, okay. and you know there are a lot of different techniques and modalities that physical therapists use mm -hmm. to address pain, mm -hmm. right? And you know that's also one you know one way we can help these patients. And then with that, uh, and and then in terms of what they call this, uh, with pain, some of them may not necessarily be addressed by Medicare Part A, right? Exactly. And that's where, again, Medicare Part B will go ahead and live. And, and we mentioned about the quality of life as being an important factor to our lives. Why go, why, why quote unquote, suck it up with that pain if you're gonna have a physical therapist that's compassionate and dedicated to, go, to your well-being to go in and help you to relieve the pain and again, just enjoy life a little bit more. That is true. So, uh, yeah, so, so again, there's so many more advantages than a $20 per visit. And we're not saying $20 per visit and, and, and belittle it. We know how $20 is a very important $20. We, we completely understand that. But if that $20 per visit is going to help you have a better quality of life, prevent a whole bunch of other problems that, can, that could be produced because you fall, or your, or your quality of life is so bad because you're so much in pain, and then now you're drinking all these painkillers, which is obviously not good for you either. It's just, it's just something that hopefully will be worthwhile for you to go ahead and consider of a $20 per visit working with a medical health professional. And hopefully you, could, you guys could go ahead and find ways to go ahead and find value of that with all the things that we listed to your quality of life and, and again, preventing the decline, not only cognitively, but also physically. All right, well, I know you keep bringing something up. Anything else that we're missing here? Uh, That's good stuff. Well, education, you know. Um, mm -hmm. 
videos like this, uh, presentations mm -hmm. uh, directed to the patient, not just the patient, but also to the family and the staff. Yes. That can also be very helpful. Um, educating them in terms of, uh, you know, all, all these uh, ALFs, they usually have uh, like certain activities that they do every day or every yes. week. We can also intervene with that, try to modify it to so that um, physical exercises are incorporated to these activities. No doubt, and and that's where uh, yeah at these ALFs you have these activities coordinator, just again working for both Medicare Part A and Part B, uh, just to go ahead and find out what what can be done, what can be modified. Just I, I like that idea. For example, in terms of if you were a tennis player before, maybe holding a racket and being a tennis court may not be that life anymore, mm -hmm. but this this is still same range of action and motion, mm -hmm. and going back and forth. Why not? Enjoy life a little bit more, yep. guided by, uh, 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 again, a licensed medical professional. Why not? All right. So, again, so please consider all of these options out there. And as he mentioned, in terms of education, that's why we have these beanbag banter videos and podcasts. And uh, for those who have tuned in live, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining in. We appreciate that. Uh, feel free to go ahead and share this to any of your loved ones that may need this information to go ahead and make intelligent decisions about what they need to do and, and just, again, have a better quality of life. So thank you, everyone. So we'll go ahead and end these uh, live podcasts, and we'll see you next time for the next Beanbag Banter. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so it's still live, all right? So just give you guys a heads up. I have not ended it yet. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for joining in. We appreciate you. All right. Oh, Olive there. Hello, Miss Hira. Thanks for joining in. We appreciate you guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. I think I'm done. Okay. Yes, what was so, your question? Um, so nope, don't ask me. Ask Maram. Okay. Wow. Unless if it's really directly at me. I mean, we talked about it. That's what I was asking. We talked about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I did everything else. But um, so what Mia said, she basically said that she told them what to do with that information. Uh -huh. And I didn't get a chance to call them. So like. Oh, because it's already 4 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then endorse to her. Okay. All right. So um, yes, endorse to her. Mr. Jenkins needs a talk. Oh, the, the, the podcast.